listening to Brave Girls Club. I'm Lindsay. I am Kelly. And I'm Krista. And, and this, this is, is a, a podcast. podcast. Woo, 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 woo. Are you excited? Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited to be recording here. It's slumber party mode. Oh, yeah. We're slumber party mode right now. Slumber party mode. We're in a bed with a bunch of blankies and it's cold <laughs> outside. It's super it windy. Cold. I got candles lit. I got flowers going. Oh, this sounds very romantic. Uh, well, I let's spook it up. We got the Ouija board ready yeah. to go. Yeah, Light as a feather, <laughs> stiff as a board. There's ghosts under the bed. Oh no, Spindle. Ghosts. Spooky. Spindle's not dead yet. Spindle's not a ghost. He's a ghoul. He is a ghoul. He's a cutie though. He's a little goblin. He's cute though. So um, it's been a we one week. week. No. Yeah, we missed a week again. Yeah. Whoopsies. Whoops. Sorry, um, our bad. We're busy, okay? It's hard to get together. Leave us alone. It's I did get a microphone <laughs> for Christmas that um, I just haven't figured out yet, but um, I'm going to be taught how to use it, so then we can Skype, and then I don't have to drive here to record every time. Yeah. Sometimes I will, but not mm -hmm. every time. Mm -hmm. That should make it easier. Yeah. It's funny because I'm like the least busy I've ever been. And we've recorded like less. I'm a, I'm about to be the most busy I've ever been because I registered to take a class now, which mm. is going to be two times a week, and um, I have work all the other days, including those days. What so. class is it? Is it a dance class? Yeah, modern Ooh. dance. Nice. Now I'm excited. Do you have a leotard? Yes. Ooh. Of course she does. <laughs> I would not be Lindsay if I did not own a leotard. I bet you she has two leotards. Do you have two I leotards? I feel like I have... Um, you have more than yeah, one. Yeah, I have a... I have... Yeah, I have more than one. <laughs> I, I knew it. Are you going to try and recycle some of your old dance costumes from when you were a little kid <laughs> that you showed <laughs> no. us that one time? Oh, no. Maybe if they let me. I'll be what like, was Can there? I just wear this you to practice, You want to look like please? you're in a Robin Thicke music video? <laughs> child when i wore those i know i'm saying like now if you put that on it's a small. child's leotard yeah you're like butt cheeks will be hanging out yeah of it. that's true but i do always wear tights when i dance i don't know that's the thing is that i've always taken like ballet mm -hmm. so i don't even know what is like what do i wear i think you could probably just wear like yoga clothes. yeah like yoga clothes mm. that's what I i'm like, thinking yeah just workout clothes or like yeah, yeah leotard with like shorts. convertible tights yeah and like shorts probably mm. tights That'd with convertibles good. all over them mm -hmm. <laughs> <Ooh>. hot wheels <laughs> hot wheels beat that's, that that's what you wear to dance class right mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. that right hot wheels beat that that's not right hot wheels beat that or was that for something else uh, that sounds right but i don't know right? now that you are questioning it i'm questioning myself hot wheels beat that i don't let us know if that's you. correct are you looking it up yeah <laughs> that, i, don't I know. have no idea yeah i don't know either i should ask owen he would know <laughs> call Someone him right now owen. use your uh, lifeline <laughs> i know creepy crawlers <laughs> creepy i don't know what that is oh it's they were like these molds and you would put like <laughs> i don't know you would put like gel stuff in them and you'd make like colorful gummy spiders. <gasps> that sounds awesome. I want to do that. Creepy crawlers. It was pretty cool. Yeah. 
I remember Mighty Beans. Hot when Wheels. You bumping, when you're bumping or something. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't humping when you're bumping? <laughs> what did what you say? Or actually is. But don't you remember that? No. Mighty Beans. Those little like. I remember Mighty and Beans. And they would like roll around. I a don't little remember. When you're bumping. <laughs> a little bumping when you're bumping? I don't know. Sounds like a drug thing. It's that not. doesn't sound familiar. Mighty beans. Mighty beans. Keep that out. Yes. Sounds mighty vulgar. <laughs> I found uh, this. What is it? I found this answers.com. Which is the Hot Wheels slogan? Beat that or lead in the way? Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels, lead the way. That sounds familiar. Beat yeah, that? they both sound familiar to me. Hot Wheels, think fast. <laughs> I don't think that's right. No, that's not that's right. When you, it's beat that. I know it's beat that. That's when you pick up a Hot Wheel and whip it at someone. <laughs> think fast. It hits them in the teeth. Just fill a sock with fucking. <laughs> beat that, motherfucker. <laughs> beat that, motherfucker. <laughs> just start whipping them. Is that like a prison weapon? <laughs> a sock full of Hot Wheels? Maybe a sock full of hot dogs. Or Mighty Beans. Mighty you, Beans. Yeah, you don't even have to sock they full of beans. They do have those little weights in them. I'm sure if you put enough in a sock, it could hurt. Why, wh- which one? <laughs> the, the beans or the Hot Wheels? The, or the beans. Hot dogs? <laughs> or the little weighted hot dogs. There's like magnets all throughout them. <laughs> anyway, if you know what the correct Hot Wheels slogan Beat was, that. let's email us, please, at Brave Girls podcast at gmail.com thank you because i yeah. we don't know krista and i went to disneyland together oh yeah and we went on a ride and krista <laughs> is funny <laughs> when she's on rides <laughs> so we went on that guardians <laughs> of the galaxy ride i wanted to go on that ride specifically with her like so like it was my she, first time on that ride yeah i th- and that's kind of why i wanted to go on it with you and <clears throat> For those of you who don't know, at Disneyland, there's a ride that goes up and down, like a free-falling ride called Guardians of the Galaxy. It used to be Tower of Terror. Yeah. Mm. And um, it's the one that, like, drops you, you know? Yeah. And Krista, I'm, like, holding on, and I get, like, really shaky. Like, I love that ride, and I have a lot of fun, but I get, like, real, like, anxiety like, while on it and before (laughs) I'm on it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the whole time I'm, like... Like sharing this handle with the dad sitting next to me on Who the looks right. like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yeah. Just a dad. Yeah, just a dad. And he would like not stop talking to us. I know. He just kept he was talking like, to us. Have you guys ever been on this before? I think he was nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, you guys ever been on this before? I was like, yeah. He was uh-huh. like, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm right, saying because I've, I've been, you've been here. <laughs> and, um, and I was holding on to the one next to Krista, too. And Krista was not holding on at all. She just had her little hands in her lap. <laughs> and her ass was off the seat the entire time. She was just, I was screaming my head off going, Krista! And like laughing and stuff. She's just like, <laughs> the whole time, just like off her seat. It was making me laugh so hard. I was like, Krista, how do you, sit down. How do you be off your seat? Is there like just a seatbelt? Oh, it's and there's just, just like a, a seatbelt seat holding. Yeah. So why weren't, why were you on your because seat? Because I was holding myself oh, down. Oh, okay. And like Chris, two handles on the sides. Yeah. And I did not hold the handles. Yeah. It doesn't hurt your butt when you land. Oh no, because it stops real slow, huh? Well, no, it doesn't stop slow. It's because you're not going too far because you do have a seatbelt on. Mm. So you're just like a few inches up. It's not like she was like on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
It was fun. I like that ride. Yeah, it was. Really it's fun. longer than the ter- Tower of it Terror is. was, it which is, I like. Yeah. yeah, it is. I noticed that. We took a picture. I put it on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was. It's also it was on the Brave Girls. Did I put the one that? Oh, we, not from the ride. Yeah, I don't think we put the one. I didn't put the one from the ride. I should have. I don't know why I didn't. But oh well. <coughs> yeah, it was fun. Sounds and then we like went on fun. Zorin over Cal. No, not Zorin over Cal. Over Zorin the over world. the world. And then when it showed the Eiffel Tower, I said, Vegas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone was like, who's that redneck over there? <laughs> someday I'll go to Disneyland. We should all go together I someday. <laughs> I was thinking, we were talking about it and I was like, I don't know if Kelly would like Disneyland because there's too many people. I've been to Disneyland. I like but it. But it's different now. It's yeah. like so crowded. Every day you go, it's crowded. It was like supposed to be not crowded the day that we went, and it was. It wasn't that bad, but there but was, it was still a lot of people. Bad. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty I impatient. Can't even, I can't even handle it barely anymore. Hmm, but I I like Disneyland. I think it'd be worth it. Yeah, yeah. I think for I think I think just because I've like I've been so many times, I'm just like sick <laughs> of it. You know what I mean? So I think if I just went like once every once in a while, I think I'd enjoy it a little bit more. Now when I go, I'm just like, ugh, Disneyland. (laughs) That sucks. Some people save up their whole lives to go to Disneyland. I know. It's crazy. Uh, I have to go to Disneyland again. No, Uh. I love it. Like when I'm, well, because now, especially now that I don't live with my family anymore, it's nice that we can all get together and we live in Southern California, so we we got those passes mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's funny that you I live right like next to douche, but okay. <laughs> it's funny that you live right next to Six Flags, but you hate Six Flags. Six Flags smells like pee. Yeah, maybe like they cleaned up a little bit. I don't mind Six it. Six Flags, I'm calling you out. <laughs> Clean your shit. It it's smells like the, pee. The rides are so scary that everyone's constantly peeing while they're there. And, and probably puking as well. Yeah. I went there one time and it was so fucking hot that I had a terrible time. I was like crying. And I wanted to go home. You had that terrible of a time? <laughs> was it yeah. this when recently? Was this? It was like maybe four or five years ago. Why were you crying? Because it was hot. Oh, That yeah. literally, it that almost that happened. Hot. That kind of happened to me the one time I went. When I went, I went with Kyle for, I think it was like our two year anniversary. And we got in for free because his brother works there. And we got there like when it opened at at like 10 and left by like one <laughs> shit it was just so fucking hot and it smelled everywhere you went and the rides are just too fucking sketchy and scary yeah that's like true. at first like you're like yeah so, like i can go on some roller coasters and then you actually go and they're all just like big and like they do something like one like <laughs> is like a vr thing and then the another one is like you're upside down in the thing but you're not in the thing and the other one's like, you're standing up roller coaster. And it's like, why are <laughs> just like the normal ass roller coasters? Like, I'm scared. I that's the wooden one that's like about to fucking fall apart. That, that I think one's that not they, even normal anymore. Yeah, they fucking changed it. <laughs> Last time I went, it was still normal. And you know it was I fun. Like? Knots. Knott's Berry Farm. I love Knott's. I love Knott's. We should I want to go, go to Knott's. Knott's. I'll go to Knott's. I yeah. forget what's there. I haven't been there in so long. Raspberry Beret. Yep. No. R- raspberry Jam. Jam. <laughs> Raspberry preserves. Mm-hmm. And fried chicken, but. And corn on the cob. Fried corn chicken? on the cob. Okay. I'll, the cob. Do they still corn. have Dippin' Dots? They do. I know. Didn't Dippin' Dots like go out of business no, and then come back? they just opened a new business oh. where they do like freezing bodies like what they did at Walt Disney. 
Oh. <laughs> I'm serious. Are you? Yeah. But they freeze you in little tiny balls. Mm-hmm. Stop. And your family eats you. I hate you. <laughs> at your funeral. No, <laughs> I, I am serious about I I read it. Funeral. <laughs> I read an article. It might have been the onion, but Oh, okay. Let me look oh, it up really quick. <laughs> you mean to tell me you didn't make that up at the top of your head right now? The I mean like the I didn't make up the Dippin' Dots cryogenic freezing thing, but everything else was my own <laughs> okay. copyrighted material. Okay. But but you think <laughs> that you. it might have been an onion article? I don't know. Now that I think about it. But you know what? Is Everything is fucking so anyways, crazy right now that I don't know. Knots is fun. I love knots. Food Let's and wine, knots. not the onion. Dippin' Dots is launching a cryogenics company, and it's about time. Well, cryogenics can mean a few things. Is it for freezing people's bodies? Mm. It says... Oh, it's for, like, other stuff. Like, not just ice cream. Okay. So foods. I want like Aww. frozen nachos. Disappointed. Frozen no. nachos? <laughs> Ew. By the way, speaking of nachos, uh-huh. I when I went to pee in, in Taco Bell today, mm-hmm. they have fries. Yeah. What? They have fucking fries. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. They're like nacho fries. They're yeah. nacho fries that you dip into nacho cheese. What? Did you get some? No, because the line was long and there was Are a they lot good? of scary people in there and I left. Our Apple Valley Taco Bells both, both closed. closed. I know it's so. They're gonna weird. reopen. Though. Well, one of them is. I don't. I think the other one might just be closed. Oh, that's one fine. of them's being remodeled. Okay, that's what I figured. I was like, one of them, we gotta have at least one Taco Bell. Unpopular like, I ain't coming opinion. To visit ever if there's no Taco Bell. I cackled like the Grinch when Christmas was canceled when I saw the closed Taco Bell. <laughs> you cackled like a gr- like the Grinch because I don't care about Taco Bell. <laughs> I love Taco Bell. How dare you? I didn't used to care. I'm an I'm a new Taco Bell fan. Are you? Yeah. I About a year ago I started eating Taco Bell. Love Taco Bell. I like people are always like Taco Bell or Del Taco. I like both like the same. They're different. They're different. They're not that different, but they're different. They're, damn it. They're different. When I legitimately, when I'm at home and I'm like crying because I miss you guys or I'm like <laughs> sad because I miss like what? my house, I will drive across town to Del Taco and get a Red Bull burrito and feel like I'm in Apple Valley. And then I feel okay again. <laughs> and you that put it in the fridge legit- and wait for it to get cold <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. eat it. I actually, I did that. Well, I got breakfast there one morning and then I bought a burrito for later because I was going to work and I was like eating that burrito at work and I was like, oh, yeah, that cold red burrito, (laughs) a leftover bean burrito with French fries and secret sauce in it. It's gross, but it's 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 home. Yeah, it's, it's gross, but it's home, baby. Anyways, what are we here for today? This is our podcast. We talk about. Mostly stuff that isn't Disneyland and French fries, but sometimes we talk about Disneyland and French fries. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, every episode, we talk about whether the Hot Wheels slogan is this <laughs> or beat that. We keep forgetting to look it up. <laughs> uh, Anyways, also let us know what ye- what toys you would fill in a sock to beat someone. Marbles. <laughs> Mar- oh, man. What about marshmallows? That's not a toy, but a stick of butter. <laughs> no, that's it not toy. It gets it's all melty. Oh, a toy. And, and it has to be yeah. a Fucking Legos. Toy. Ooh. Legos. That'd be noisy. Uh, they're not you that were, heavy, you though. You risk getting caught. What about but a skip it? You don't even need to put it in a... <laughs> it, it has a <laughs> handle. Start whipping Beat someone. You can kill someone Honestly, with a skip it. Like a lasso? Yes. Like a, like a mace. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. yeah honestly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. Knocking people in the fucking head. Choke someone out with a I Barbie. Know what my weapon of choice is with uh for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> skip it. Skip um, it. What about a cabbage patch in a sock? Oh yeah. I don't know. Wait, do they have How soft big of a sock? They have soft bodies, but I think hard maybe limbs. Maybe just their heads. Their like heads are soft. Their heads. Their maybe heads just are maybe just cabbages. Yeah, just a cabbage. <laughs> How big are these socks? I gotta know. Um, like normal human size, I guess. Because this is, that I rules out like a lot. Whenever they put anything in a sock to beat someone with, <clears> it's a larger sock. I don't think it's ever a small sock. Like a tube sock, <laughs> like those like no show socks that don't even go to your ankle. A croc, yeah. a croc sock. Like the Vans slip on socks. Yeah. Just you have to like safety pin it together to hold it closed <laughs> and throw it like a freaking hacky sack. Do or, you guys yeah, remember you when just... toe socks were popular? Yeah, I do. You could put a battery in each of the toes they and just beat someone feel with wrong. it. Battery they in each of the toes, wrong. then fill the rest of it with beans. Beans? Why beans? Because they're heavy. We already oh, okay. established this. <laughs> Refried they're, beans? They're, they're small <laughs> on their own. <laughs> Barbecue beans? Goofy. Just like wet beans. <laughs> wet in a sock. <laughs> and then you have a snack for after? Mm. Ew. Beans out of a sock. You put them in regular beans, beat someone, and then refried beans afterwards. Or beets. Okay. Beat someone with beets. Beets? Beets by Dre. <laughs> by Dre. Or That's the so expensive. <laughs> Just get a gun at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how much guns cost. I think. I don't know. Yeah. How far are we? How long have we been <laughs> rambling? <laughs> anyway, um, who wants to go first this week? I kind of want to go first. Okay. Go. go okay. Go. <clears throat> go. This is my first one that I'm doing from memory. Oh, okay. So I'm a little nervous. Oh, you pulling a Lindsay? It's scary. It is scary. I didn't write nothing don't down tell today. Her that. I took hella no, notes. It's, it's the best. I took a bunch of notes, but it's like not sentences. You you're good. All right. That's what I tell myself. So you jokers give me a hard time for watching forensic files all day, every day, and having no friends or any life. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> forensic files. <laughs> I didn't say that, Kelly. I got you a really cool Christmas gift of forensic files related, okay? Remember that. Don't beat me with a sock. Kelly, you know I love you, Kelly. I don't sound like that. I know you don't. I'm just Do kidding. I? No, you don't. I quit this podcast. <laughs> all right. Spindle, so. take her place. <laughs> you do a better job. Uh, so, but this is from an episode of Forensic Files that I really like. Okay, yay. I'm excited. So the setting, burr, burr, burr. <laughs> we start off in Kipling, Saskatchewan, Saskatoon. Already, <laughs> what is this made up? Ass no, place? It's, Canada. it's Canada, almost <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> so yes, you're on the right. I thought you were joking. No, it's Canada. What if it's a Rick and Morty ass <laughs> fucking town, Saskatoon? <laughs> That's like it does. It sounds like that. The sauce. What is the sauce? <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's Saskatoon sauce. <laughs> not, not, not the I'm same. Sorry, <laughs> it's actually Saskatchewan, but pe- Canadians uh, call it Saskatoon. Okay, a. I don't know. 
Like, okay. Fuck. Everyone that lives in Canada is just turning us off right now. Well, okay. If we have any Canadian listeners. If you guys ever watch an episode of Forensic Files, you should watch this one because it does take place in Canada. And all the people who are being interviewed end like every sentence with A. And they have like the heaviest Canada accents. Wait, are, is it like real or is it actors? It's real. Oh, okay, cool. Like the interview parts, they, yeah. they actually talk like that. Mm-hmm. They have a bag of milk. <laughs> yeah, also, they've got a loony. I'll give you a loony to buy a bag of milk. I don't know any Canadian things. Mooses, like Mounties. And I watched almost all of Degrassi. Syrup. Maybe sorry. Syrup. Yeah, I know sorry from Degrassi. That is so obnoxious. I hate that. <laughs> <Fuck>. Spinner. <laughs> Spinner. He's Canadian. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so we're in Kipling, Saskatchewan. It's a very small farming community. There are more uh, farm animals in this town than there are people. I love it there already. Everybody knows each other. Real small community. And uh, so we start on bum, bum, bum. Halloween night. <gasps> Ooh, my favorite night of the year. 1992. A woman who goes by the name Candy. She didn't give her real name. So she goes by the name Candy is fighting with her boyfriend at her job. She's working at a gas station real late that night. And her boyfriend pisses her off so much that she leaves work and drives to the hospital where her friend is working. And then when she gets there, it turns out her friend wasn't working that night. But she's like so pissed off and like raging that the nurses are like, maybe you should see a doctor. And so they put her in like one of the doctor's offices and a doctor comes in and it actually is her doctor because it's like such a small town that the guy on call that night just happened to be the dude who delivered her baby. So she's like freaking out. She's like all pissed off, but she's like calmed down and he comes in and he's like, okay, maybe we should give you a sedative or whatever. And she's like, ugh, whatever. And she thinks he's going to give her like a couple pills, but he actually gives her an injection. And as soon as like the needle goes in, she goes like totally numb and cold. (laughs) And she like flops over on that like weird city bench thing that they have in doctor's offices. Mm -hmm. She falls right over. And she described it like how your gums feel when you get... um, What's that stuff? Like the numbing, like from Novocaine. the dentist. Novocaine, yeah. But it's her whole body. And she oh, tries to scream, but all she could get out was like frog noises. She said like. <gasps> so she was that, like a That's awake. not what a frog sounds like. So she like. wasn't like passed out. Like she was just like numb. She was like losing consciousness and everything went kind of fuzzy. And she was real confused. And when she woke up, uh, like when she regained her brain and her body and can move. She like looks around the room and it's totally empty. The doctor's gone and she knows that something's off. So in that crazy moment, she has the presence of mind to take her underwear off and put it in a Ziploc bag that she finds in like one of the drawers. Wow. So smart panties. She like leaves the office or like the (laughs) the doctor's (laughs) office. And she's, like, all dizzy and wobbly. And so the nurses there are, like, just stay the night. Like, you can't drive home like this. 
So she stays the night, but she doesn't say anything to the nurses, even though she's pretty sure something happened. Mm -hmm. And the next day when she wakes up, she confronts the doctor, who, by the way, his name is Dr. John Schneeberger. Boo. Yep. Fake. And she's like, what the hell did you give me? And he says to her, why did it give you wild dreams? (gasps) And she's like, all right, fuck this dude. And she goes home and she tells her parents what she thinks happened. And they're like, what the hell? Because they know the doctor. Like, it's a Mm -hmm. tiny town. There's probably like one and a half doctors or something. Mm -hmm. And so they believe her. But she goes to a rape clinic. She drives two hours away to Regina, which is like the closest rape clinic. And she gets a rape kit done. And they find semen on her panties, her jeans, and they do a vaginal swab and they find semen there too. Oh no. Which is like, she claims to have not had sex in like a couple weeks. So Mm -hmm. something happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she like openly accuses him. I think she like files a police report against him. And everybody, like the whole community is like shocked. So uh, to end the controversy, the doctor volunteers to do a DNA blood test. Mm -hmm. And so a nurse like takes his blood and they um, compare it to the semen found on her stuff. And it's not a match. Oh, so she's like, what the fuck? Because she is sure. Mm -hmm. this happened at this point like he's been so creepy he basically like sort of admitted it when he was like oh you have some wild dreams baby yeah Yeah. Uh so she's pissed now but she doesn't know what happened she thinks that um someone meddled with the dna results like they Mm -hmm. messed with the blood sample or something like Mm -hmm. that like it's a conspiracy or something so so making a murderer shit yeah she goes after him even harder because she's so sure. And people in the community, like they got the blood test, it came back negative. They think she's lying. They think, of course, people think that she um, either is like in love with him, but he's like married. And so she's like jealous. A lot of people think that because she's like a young single mother, she's like 20 at that point, mm-hmm. that she's trying to get something out of it, trying to get money from him or something to shut up. Mm-hmm. people are fucking assholes so she keeps going after him and then again in august 1993 he volunteers to do a blood test another blood test just to end it and this time it was the blood was drawn by a registered nurse while being monitored by the police and the samples were taken straight to the police headquarters forensic lab nice comes back negative oh no and now she's like what the fuck and she like keeps asserting that she's not making it up that she doesn't want anything out of it she doesn't want anybody else to get hurt or whatever and she knows that he's a creep and he doesn't deserve to be like a respected icon in the community or whatever Uh i wonder what his wife thought so oh okay okay In 1994, the police closed the case because there was no more evidence. Uh There was really nothing else they could do. But Candy hired a private investigator Mm -hmm. who broke into the doctor's car, 
took uh, hair samples off of like the the headrest thingy and stole a chapstick that was in there. Mm-hmm. And then they had um, like private DNA results done. And the hairs didn't have the follicle, so it was unusable. But they took epithelial cells off of the chapstick and had a private lab do the matching, and it was a match. So now she has, like, not the proof she needs, but now she knows that she's not crazy. Like, she wasn't making it up, and she can, like, show people. Like, she can show her parents, like, I am not... A psychopath. Yeah. Uh huh. So she was pretty relieved. But I mean, first of all, it's not there's no proof that those were his cells on the chapstick. Mm-hmm. And second of all, like uh I mean you can't use that in court, so because yeah. it was stolen. Yeah. So she like knows. Now that she like knew for sure and she was like vindicated or whatever in her own mind, she filed a civil suit. Uh, and put charges against him with the local medical society. And so he has, like, charges up against him, and he's being investigated. And so on November 20th, 1996, he agrees to do a third DNA test. And this time they do it on camera in a forensics lab at police headquarters with a registered nurse... And, like, you can watch the video of him getting his blood drawn. He, at first, the nurse wants to take blood from his fingers, but then he's like, no, uh, I have, like, a disease, and my hands will bruise really badly, and I can't work with my hands if they're, like, messed up or whatever. So he, like, rolls up his left arm sleeve, and... Slimy. (laughs) Slimy wants in, sorry. Um, Like, the left sleeve of his sleeve arm you know Mm -hmm. and the nurse puts the needle in and starts to try to draw blood but nothing's like coming out Mm -hmm. and so she grabs another like rubber thingy like I guess sometimes they don't work so she puts like another pulley stopper guy I don't know I don't know how needles work Mm -hmm. yeah but um still like it's really hard like it's not flowing out like blood should flow out But she gets enough for a sample and he like leaves. And then on camera, you can hear her like say something to someone else in the room. Like this blood doesn't look fresh. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so the they take the blood to the lab or like they're in the <laughs> lab. But for whatever reason, the blood was too degraded to have DNA taken from it. And so they just have to drop the suit, like, because because he was volunteering to have his blood drawn, like, I don't know, they couldn't like force him to do it with their way. They couldn't like take his hair. They can do yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. So that's that, and that suit had to be dropped. But on April twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven, to or uh, John, Doctor John Schneeberger's stepdaughter comes forward (gasps) and says that he's been coming to her in the night (gasps) injecting her with something Mm. and raping her like for years so it's like his wife's biological daughter his stepdaughter 
And so he's investigated. They find this big old box of condoms and drugs in his house, including Versed, which is what he gave to Candy. Mm-hmm. And then like, I don't know, like other sedatives and shit. And they take him to the police station. They take his hair. They take his blood from his finger this time. And they take uh, epithelial cheek cells and they test them. And they're a match wow. for both. He has been raping his stepdaughter and he raped his patient Candy. Wow. And so what remains is how the hell did he fake three blood tests? What he had done is he surgically implanted a tube of someone else's blood into his arm. So what a wow. Okay, keep going, sorry. So when the nurses went to like take his blood, he would like automatically roll up his left sleeve and like show them the vein, which was like a big nasty looking vein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just went right into it and took that blood, but then the How last did he time do that himself He's a doctor. Yeah, but like, how could you do that to yourself? He sliced into his flesh and inserted this long ass, they show it, it's like this plastic tube full of blood into his elbow, his inner elbow. That's disgusting. I'm sorry, Krista, I know you don't like blood stuff. My leg, when I got tattooed right there, it's like the worst feeling. So to think of someone like, like putting like a tube right there. Yeah, this is the worst. Sorry. (laughs) It's fucked up and it worked. It worked twice. But that's amazing. But that's I thought it maybe it was like a conspiracy. It was a small man. Evil. Oh, my God. Super gross. Yeah. And even after he got caught and they like matched his DNA, he still claimed that he didn't rape Candy and that she like snuck into his house and stole a used condom and then pretended oh, that yeah, he raped okay. her. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he said that, oh, what was it? That doing the, like inserting the fake blood into his arm was the only way he could defend himself. What a fucking idiot. Fuckhead. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Ew. And Scum of the earth. So that's that story. And now he's in jail. Good. For, for raping. I don't, probably not forever. I don't know. I, d- I don't know Canadian law that well. Uh, yeah, I forgot it happened in Canada. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I want to watch that. I need to start watching Forensic Files. Is Where it, do you watch it? That's a good it? one. It's on Netflix. Oh, it is? Uh, yeah. yeah. I saw it and I was like, ooh, should I put it on my list? I don't have a list, but my list in my head. It's a <laughs> rabbit hole. I mean, I watched like 450 episodes over the summer. That's a that's crazy, impressive. amazing story. <clears throat> They're only like 20 minutes amazing long. Amazing in a sad yeah, there's like this part in it where uh, when she presses the civil suit against him, they have to like go to a deposition and she's seated right up right in front of his wife, like across the table. Mm-hmm. And the wife is like glaring at her this whole time, but like the whole time, like so mad, like, why are you ruining our lives? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? Like she didn't believe her at all. And Candy was just thinking, man, you're a dummy. Mm-hmm. He's gonna rape your daughter, mm-hmm. and then he did. Wow, that's Yikes. crazy. That's the best story you've ever done. Oh, thank you. So good. <coughs> Loved it. And you didn't even have to type it all out. No, yeah, that was Look good. You go. 
<clears throat> wow. My gosh, that was so good. Wow. Like, Speaking oh, of shows. Sorry, go ahead. I just remembered at the end of the episode, actually, while they're doing her interview, she gets a phone call letting her know that his um, parole was uh, not approved. Okay. But good. I don't know. I don't know how long ago it was filmed. Probably in the 90s, late oh. 90s. Wow. But it took seven years for him to get convicted. And for seven I years. Bet she was like, told you. I told you. Wow. Yeah. But I was going to say, speaking of Netflix, I started watching, I haven't finished it yet, but I started watching that show, End of the Fucking World. That mm-hmm. looks really good. You guys should watch it. I think you would definitely <laughs> like it. I tried to put it on, like, with my family. And we got maybe like seven minutes in and my family was like, we don't like this. Can we watch something that's not murder? (laughs) (laughs) No. It's like, I don't know what else there is. Bloodier than I thought it was going to be. And I'm like, ooh, Ooh. this is a lot. Because I was like, I'm I'm not going to like this, but I'm going to try it anyway because everyone else is saying it's good. (laughs) And then I watched the first episode and I was like, "Mm." and then I watched the second episode and I was like, ooh. And then I kept watching. So, okay. It's on my list, but right now I'm watching The Office for the 700th time. (laughs) And also Monk. We're binging Monk. Also never seen it. Monk is good. I saw the first episode. It's good of Monk. Monk is excellent. I don't remember why I feel like I don't like it. Because (laughs) you you said that Kyle doesn't like it. Yeah, but I feel like I I probably just don't like it because Kyle doesn't (laughs) like it. But it's good. It's funny. Maybe I'll, is it on Netflix or Hulu? If it's probably it's on, on Hulu. Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know if it's on Hulu? Mm-mm. It's no. not on Hulu. Hulu has everything. I mean, well, I guess not, but <laughs> everything but Monk, and that's yeah. the only show that matters. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Everything but Monk. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. Wait, Amazon has Hulu. Or sorry, it's Hulu. Hulu. Everything but Monk. There you go. I Bye did watch it on Amazon. I have Amazon. Who's going to go next? Me or you, Krista? What kind of story do you have? I have a story that is very well known. Okay. Mine's not, and it's like not a murder this time. (gasps) Who are you? (laughs) You didn't do a murder? No, I didn't do a murder. What the? Should I go next? Did you do? I feel like you might have done something that I thought about doing, but maybe not. No. You said it's not well known? No, okay, I didn't mind. know about it, but okay, you probably do. <laughs> so Kelly knows about everything. No, that's true. true. <clears throat> I didn't know I about know. Dog Boy. Should I go? Yeah, I can go. go. Okay, mine's not like a mine's not like a that much of a heavy hitter. So okay, I feel like it's a good mid story. Okay, middle story. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so. <laughs> Um, I'm doing a story. God, I never know. I hate myself. I never know how to like get into it. I also didn't write anything down, but that's okay. That's how I do it now. Um, so where do I start? Preferably at the beginning. Start at the end. No, but it is good storytelling to Let's do start it. as far Memento as style. Is that I? Asked Kyle while I was researching this, I was like, should I start it at the end or at the very beginning? <laughs> he told me to start it at the beginning because I would mix myself up and then I'd be like, wait, and I'd be like, I'm dumb, I can't do anything right. Like I always do. Um, 
Anyways. So. Once upon a time. I feel like this very extremely loosely um, has to do with that Shirley Temple story that I um, told last um, last full episode. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's, it's very like extre- like I just thought like the thoughts came together and then I was like, oh, I should do that story. So um, I'm going to do the story of Natalie Wood. Oh, okay. I've always wanted to know more. Oh, because I, I don't really know the story. Is that there's really not that much to it, <laughs> but like I still wanted to tell the story because I, I just not that I like her death story, but I do like <laughs> it's her fascinating. Life story. Yeah, it's her life story is fascinating, <laughs> and it's also sad. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Um, so she was actually born Natalia Zekarenko. She was um, born to um, Ukrainian and Russian parents. Um, and her mom was very strict. And she was born in San Francisco. And then they moved to Hollywood, baby. And um, that's when she started, obviously, acting because you live in Hollywood. And when you live in Hollywood, your kids are just automatically actors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, I think that she started acting um, in like the mid 40s. And if you don't know who Natalie Wood is, she was the little girl in Miracle on um, 34th Street, and she's Maria in uh, West Side Story, and um, she's also in Rebel Without a Cause, and all that, all that fun, fun jazz. And um, if you don't know those, look them up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> And I actually, I didn't know that she had died in the way that she did die until like recently. Oh. Yeah. So this is like, not like super recently, but like, like a year or two ago is when I found out. Um, so yeah, so she had a super like strict, um, very like traditional Russian mom and, um, she was just like she just like was a typical like scary like stage mom i guess a momager yeah like a momager yeah definitely and um she was extremely superstitious um so they would do like all these like weird like ritual type things to like get roles and stuff that was weird not like anything like scary but just like weird things you know i guess i shouldn't have said rituals but you know just like (laughs) They like, didn't like hold like seances or anything like that, but you know, they like buried twelve coins in like the yard or something like yeah, shit like that. yeah, <laughs> buried twelve coins in that's, the yard. That's probably what it was. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> and um, so one day, um, I believe that they were at like a carnival or something like that, or w- probably walking down the streets of Hollywood, actually, and um, they saw a fortune teller, and they wanted to go and get their fortune read as you do when you see a fortune teller and um the um fortune teller told her mom um that her child was going to 
die from dark water to beware of dark water. And so all of um, Natalie's life, her mom like drilled into her head um, to like stay away from water. And as she grew older, Natalie was completely terrified, like anything, any like movie related thing where she like had to like be in a pool or had to be in water or something like that. She would like freak out and have like panic attacks pretty much. And um, so that was just like a thing of her life was like this like water, like beware of like dark water. And um, when, um, so she married um, a guy named Robert Wagner. Um, I, I <laughs> didn't know him. I he's He was like, an actor guy, an old timey actor guy. I didn't know him. You know him? Yeah. Robert Wagner, whatever. And, um, so they were married for a while and then she caught him with another man and Uh-oh. then they divorced. And then Amazing. <laughs> they divorced <laughs> and then she married another guy. They divorced and then her and Robert Wagner ended up getting back together and remarrying which is like kind of crazy. That's sweet. Um, yeah, it is kind of sweet. Um, maybe <laughs> if he, I don't know if he murdered her or not, but you know, no one knows. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> fucking spoilers. Um, so pretty much what happened on, um, where am I? Um, so the weirdest threesome of people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Natalie Wood, her husband, Robert Wagner, and Christopher Walken uh-huh. decide um, to, that they're going to party it up on this yacht and go to Catalina Island. Like you do. Like you do when you're a famous actor. And... Um, Pretty much what ended up happening is I think that they were there for two nights total, the first night and then the second night. And then that morning, I think at 730, she was um, Natalie Wood was found in the water somehow uh, near the coast of Catalina Island, um, dead, wearing only a nightgown, socks and a jacket. And she was found dead. That's so weird thing to be wearing. What kind of situation would you wear that to? Someone wakes you up, wants you to go somewhere? Yeah, possibly. So there are like a few theories about what had happened on the boat. Um, Some say that um, the, you know, those um, on like the side of um, yachts, how you have like the little like dinghy boat kind of things. Mm -hmm. Like a lifeboat. Um, Yeah. So Robert Wagner said um, that... The first night that they stayed there, she was complaining about the noise um, from the little boat hitting the big boat and she couldn't sleep. So he would go out and um, tie the boat tighter to the other boat. And so um, there's a theory that the boat was making too much noise and he went out or she went out alone to retie the thing. Slipped, fell, oops. Dead. Dead. Could she not uh, swim at all? No, she couldn't swim. 
Oh. Yeah. She was like afraid of water. She was afraid life. of water her whole life. She could That's not swim. That's a great reason to learn how to swim. Why would she agree to go on a yacht? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. A big boat doesn't really feel like you're in I'd, the water. Yeah. Water mm. kind of freaks me out, but I'd probably go on a yacht. I wouldn't go on a cruise, but I'd go on a yacht for like a day. I'm scared of alligators. In the ocean? In the water. <laughs> not sharks? You're so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Catalina alligators? I'm afraid of alligators. Because <laughs> like sharks, they'll like bite you, but they don't like the way that people taste. So they'll be like, oh, oops, and like swim away. And like, like they you usually bleed out in the saltwater but, ocean. <laughs> but alligators are like trash like eaters and like a chihuahua and they'll like (laughs) grab you of the water and they do this thing called the death roll oh yeah where they drag you underwater and spin you to drown you break all your bones okay well this takes place in the ocean Uh krista would you rather scared of water get eaten by an alligator or like a boa constrictor probably oh shit i don't know that's scary I don't like either. <laughs> I'm well, scared. I'm just thinking if you get eaten by a boa constrictor, you pass out and you don't know that you're dying. Well, well I mean, like, you know that you're dying, but then you don't have to, like, deal with it. That's true. But also, there will be a big human sized lump in the snake, and that's funny. <laughs> and it looks like you. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you can might see, like, like, your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> your it's cell phone. Like, what's his face in, the, in Star Wars? In the thing? Han Solo, yeah. frozen in. <laughs> what is it? Carbonite, Carbonite. <laughs> oh, but man. in a snake. <laughs> but Anyways, you might like. Sorry, uh, <laughs> she's dead. What else is there? Yeah, she died. No oh. one knows why. Anyways, Do you have goodbye. Theories? Yeah, what well, are theories? Um, so there are pretty much like there's a million theories. Like he did it. He did it. The the. Um, she caught Captain them having did sex. It. Something. Christopher Walken did a bunch of coke it's and did so it. It's just so random that Christopher Walken is like in this story at all. I'm just like, why was he there? <laughs> like, they're why? friends. But okay, so there is a story that um, they were drinking heavily, like heavily, heavily. Hell yeah! As you do on yachts. I mean, yeah. Champagne I'm going on yacht, I'm up the wazoo. Drunk. Anyways. And um, break out the YooHoo! I'm here to party <laughs> on this fucking yacht right now. Oh, you want some YooHoo? I got I've never eight had YooHoo's it. left. <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. We're gonna try YooHoo after this. Yeah, um, we should drink it during the campfire tales. <laughs> okay, just sip on some. Yeah. Anyways, um, and so apparently, Natalie and Chris Walken were supposed to go on this trip together alone. Oh, and Robert Wagner <laughs> was jealous and he did it and <laughs> was jealous because she he thought that like she was into him or he was into her or whatever. So he decided to tag along at that time. Natalie was jealous of Robert Wagner's um, co-star. <laughs> no co-star at the time as well so there was like all this like turmoil and like do you know who that was some lady oh yeah i don't know some lady from some tv show oh i didn't know her i didn't recognize her sorry um that's what i get for not writing anything down and um (laughs) and so they obviously feel like like i guess there was an argument that night and 
somebody pushed her. Somebody led her there and then pushed her. There's also another theory that a boat nearby heard Robert Wagner say, okay, honey, we'll come and get you, like really loud and in a joking way. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. We? Mm-hmm. He knew. Christopher Walken knew. Mm-hmm. We? Mm-hmm. What? <gasps> what could that mean? No. But they like, there's no way to like prove it or anything like that. And so, but okay. So it was just pretty much, I think it was like unsolved pretty much forever. And then in 2011, it got reopened. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they like reevaluated her body or what, but they pretty much said that, um, like, I think it's like reopened and people are like looking into her like bruises and cuts and stuff that she had on her body because she did have like bruises and things that they were like oh that's just from hitting the water and you know rocks and stuff because she was like floating there for so long um but then they're like i don't know it could be from a person hitting her and someone said that it looked like she got she could have got them before she was she got in the water pretty much is robert wagner still alive yep what's he in what has he been in recently? Uh, NCIS. Is he the main guy? No. That's ironic. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I don't like it. Um, I forget what he plays, but he's in all the... Austin Powers? Yeah. Okay, I know who Robert Wagner is because I've seen the Austin wait, Powers Aust- movies. Wait, where, who's he in Austin Powers? He's like one of the bad guys. <gasps> no he's like kidding. on the panel oh, of Oh, he's number two, right? No. I don't. I don't remember the names. Maybe not. Robert Wagner. Look it up someone, please. <laughs> Krista, you're on it. No? Oh, you're looking I at your text. He, is he doing it? Oh. <laughs> you're just reading your text <laughs> messages. <laughs> Who is he? He's... Oh, does he have an eye patch? He's number two. I knew it. Yeah. He's number two. I know my fucking Austin Powers. Like a pencil. Or like or a, a poop. poop. <laughs> So anyways, that's pretty much my story. That's crazy. Do you think it was murder? Do you think it was one of them or both of them? Because she was like so afraid of water, like, and it's so fucking sad that she died that way after being like afraid of it her whole life pretty much and told that like she had this like unscapable fate and unescapable fate Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. um, it's just really sad. So I don't think that in the middle of the night she would go out alone so close to the water. But I mean, then again, if they were drinking that much, maybe she was drunk and, you know. Maybe she was like, I'm going to swim right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? But it's just really sad because, like, she's one of the few actresses that was like a child star that, like, grew up to be like an actual like respected actress kind mm-hmm. of you know and like zach efron yeah sure like zach efron mm-hmm. there you go yeah <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> a great actress <laughs> do you know if her mom was still alive when she died and was I like i don't think so no. told you so bitch no but her sister was and and her sister was like oh mama she was right <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like italian all of a sudden <laughs> Who touch my spaghetti? <laughs> Somebody touch my spaghetti. 
It's a face, but the nobody. <laughs> <laughs> he no practice the violin. <laughs> I love that video. I love how loud it is. Yeah. That's my favorite part. He's just <laughs> screaming. Somebody touch my spaghetti. And it's like all like crackly. It's like, it's like bass how. blown before it was popular. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't like that jazz. <laughs> Does he say that? Yeah. In the long version. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. <laughs> okay, Sorry. anyways, so that's pretty much my story. It's sad. Everyone knows that story, but I didn't really know the details. Yeah, I didn't I know just the knew details. that she like drowned or something. Yeah. yeah. Sad. But do you think one of them knows what happened or both of them know what happened? And they're carrying that secret to the grave? Probably. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a deathbed confession. Oh, I love those. Yeah, that would be tight. I just, I don't know. Like, it's just, there's so many things that are like, why would she go out if she was so afraid? And wouldn't they, like, hear someone, the captain, no one heard? And if a boat was, like, close enough to hear Robert Wagner yell, wouldn't they hear someone drowning? Or, like, or something? If there was a struggle? or Yeah, weird. It uh, just doesn't add up. It doesn't. And when things don't add up, you call monk. Something's fishy. It's a jungle out there. <laughs> it's a jungle out there. <laughs> I don't know the song. Oh, it's good. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Krista. It's my turn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, mine's not a murder because you ran out of murders. people were. I feel like getting kind of upset about all the terrible murders that I was doing. So I thought I'd do like a, you know, like a fun one. Who like was getting a, upset? I don't know. Like just you guys were joking about. I was doing like really gross. <laughs> no, I like the gross ones. Okay. I love the gross ones. Me too. Grosser the better. I'm ready. But I thought I'd change it up a little bit and do like a fun, like happy mystery. murder. There's no murder oh. in this story. Actually, there's a little bit of murder, but it's not like, okay. Minimal murder. It's like a fun mystery, like weird thing that happened. Is it about the Winchester Mystery House? Did no, you see but I want a movie yeah, out of that? Yeah, I want to go there. I've I was there. like, I want to go there for my birthday, but it's like six hours away and I'm not trying to do I that. I went there two years ago when I went to San Francisco. Is that the one with Helen Mirren? Yes. Is she going to be in it? Uh-huh. I saw a commercial for that. I mm-hmm. saw it too and I was like, I've been there. And it said the most haunted house. I was like, I don't know. Bitch, I that's the Whaley house. I didn't hear it. The San White Diego. House at 1600 <laughs> Pennsylvania Avenue. Let's start going to haunted places. Yeah, let's I do want it. to. Let's go to the Winchester. We should. Let's go to the, the what is it, the, the military base here that's haunted? Yeah, let's get radiation. I want to go. Wait, yeah. that place I've been saying that we should go to <laughs> yeah. forever since we started this goddamn That's podcast? why I looked at you. Oh, I've okay. never been there. It's spooky. And it's closer let's go tomorrow. Than... Oh, wait, I have I'm... school tomorrow. <laughs> I have work boy tomorrow. Boy, 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 toy uh, boat. Toy boat. I'm seeing Boy George tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, man. I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm excited. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I love that stupid song. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, about my story. So this happened in the summer of 1978. 
Russian geologists were exploring the south of a large forest in Siberia and took a helicopter about 100 miles out from the border of Mongolia into a densely wooded, unnamed tributary of the Abakan River, which flows over a dangerous terrain. Of course, they were having a tough time finding any open area to land, but when the pilot spot, uh, when the pilot, when the pilot spotted something strange, something that shouldn't have been there at all. About 6,000 feet up the mountainside was a clearing, but not just any clearing. The pilot could distinguish long rows of vegetation, a garden the size of which suggested that it had been there for a long time. More than 150 miles from the nearest civilization, the Soviet government had no record of any human habitation in the area, let alone that district. The geologists decided to trek up the mountainside on foot and investigate the clearing, as they made their way up, signs of human activity were found, such as a walking staff, a footpath, a log felled across the river as a makeshift bridge, and eventually a small shed-like structure which contained boxes made of birch bark. Inside the birch bark containers were cut up dried potatoes. Does this sound familiar to you? Sounds like lunch. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Further up the footpath, they reached a clearing beside the stream they had seen from above. Next to the stream was a small, blackened hut made of various woods and barks from the surrounding forest. The hut had only one single window, which the geologist described as being the size of a backpack pocket. At first, they didn't believe anyone could have lived there, until the door of the hut slowly creaked open, and a weathered old man stepped out into the light. The man wore tattered clothing and wore no, no shoes. His beard and hair were in a state of disarray, and he appeared to be curious but frightened. The geologists called out to him in greeting. There was a short pause as the man studied them, and then he spoke. Well, since you have traveled this far, you might as well come in. What? He speaks the English? He speaks English. <laughs> no, I think it, this was in like Russian, but he speaks the Russian. The geologist entered the hut and described it as being something from the Middle Ages. It was cold, dark, and dirty, and they were surprised to find that the small burrow housed a family. Two women were huddled in the corner, crying as they worriedly stared at the geologists. The geologists decided to wait outdoors until they were no longer hysterical, and an hour later, the family emerged. The geologist offered up the gifts of jam and bread that they had brought in the event that they encountered someone living there, but the family declined, saying that they weren't allowed to have that. The old man explained that none of them but him had ever seen bread or jam in their lives. As they spoke, the geologists learned that the family um, was called the Lykovs and had been living there for 40 years since the Bolsheviks took power in the 1930s. The old man, who identified himself as Karp, explained that his family was part of a Christian sect called the Old Believers, and when his brother was shot and killed by a communist patrol, they fled to the forest to live a life of safety and seclusion and to practice their religion in peace. Uh, the rest of the family, or the family was made up of Karp, his wife, Akalina, their sons, Savine and Dimitri, and their daughters, um, Agafia and Natalia. They lived a very hard life, and they were completely dependent on the land. They had a hard time replacing any tools that broke, and only material they had to work with was birch bark. Over the years, their metal pots and pans rusted over and could not be replaced. So they ate mostly a diet of potatoes, ground rye, and hemp seeds. They also survived off wild berries and mushrooms. 
They were constantly on the edge of famine, with the unpredictable cold weather ruining many of their crops. They tried trapping animals, but without guns or weapons, they had to hunt them by chasing them until they collapsed in exhaustion. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, Dimitri was the main hunter, as the only able man in the household. He often slept outdoors in freezing climates and never wore shoes. On occasion, he would disappear for days and come back with animals to eat, but hunting was difficult, so it didn't happen often. In 1961, Akalina eventually died of starvation so that the children would have enough to eat. Oh the Lycos. Yeah, that was like the bomb. So um, the Lycos eventually built up their crops again after a grain of rice sprouted, which they guarded day and night and harvested for seeds. Um, I just realized that they had hemp, which means like they were growing pot. Look <laughs> <laughs> at the grass. 420, <coughs> blaze it. <laughs> right, guys? So um, the geologists spent a lot of time getting to know the Lycos and enjoyed learning their different personalities. The youngest daughter, Agafia, often played pranks on the geologist and was remarkably strong and intelligent. And like when she would bring, like they would bring people to meet her and she would act like she was like stupid <laughs> in front of them, like, like pronounce words wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but she was actually really smart and funny. Um, she was the one who tracked the calendar for the family. And when they asked her why she wasn't scared to be outdoors working alone in the night, she replied, what would there be out there to hurt me? So she was like, she didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, what? yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the family marveled at modern devices. And although the older Lykovs considered many modern inventions as a sin, the younger ones enjoyed learning about pens, paper and electricity. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's not fun. Yeah. Topics. Like the, the grandfather was or like the oldest one was the only one who knew what like any of that was uh television was irresistible for all of them though and they would watch the geologists would watch as the family sat in front of a tv and every minute they would like pry their eyes away and like cross themselves and pray because it was like evil but they couldn't stop watching <laughs> oh it oh my god uh so the Lykovs continued to live at their isolated settlement even after they were discovered. But sometimes they accepted gifts of cutlery and salt from the geologists who came to visit on occasion. Unfortunately, this contact with the modern world was ultimately their downfall. In 1981, within days of each other, three out of four of the Lykov children passed away from kidney failure and pneumonia, mm. which was likely brought on by an infection acquired from the geologists because they didn't have like vaccines or anything. Mm -hmm. So the geologist offered to take them to the hospital, but they declined saying, we're not allowed that. The geologist tracked down relatives of the Lykovs who lived in the city and tried to convince the remaining family members to come live in safety in the city, but they declined. Um, so the mom, Akalina, who died starving, she passed away in 1961. And Carp passed away on the mountain in the 80s. And the last remaining Lykov, Agafia, still lives there in isolation on the mountain and will most likely die there, just as her family did. Still to this day? Yep. How old could she be? Um, like they found her in, the, in 78. And she was like a little girl. Okay, wow. So, yeah. So she lives alone? Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, I think in 2013 or 2014, she like wrote a letter and it was published online. She was looking for someone to come live with her and like help her because she was getting old. But I don't know if anyone ever did. Wow. 
but as far as I know, she's still up there just like doing all the work all day by herself. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I would go insane. Also, I would die immediately. That's yeah. such a good story. Yeah, I'd die on the second day. The smithsonian.org has a really good article like detailing this family. Mm-hmm. If anyone's interested in Do more they information. Have pictures? Yes. Ooh, there's pictures of them. Pictures. Um, and Vice also did um, an article about Agafia, mm. like just her. And there's like lots of pictures on there of her as well. So cool. Shoot. That was a really good story. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Me either. I hadn't either, but I heard it on like the Mysteries Abound podcast did a super small segment on it. And I was like, what the heck? And so I went and looked it up and nice. it was wild. I haven't listened to Mysteries Abound in a while. Me either. I, I put it on the other day, though. Where I heard this. Do you recognize his like main background song and like his theme song? Mm -mm. It is from Donkey Kong Country on Super Nintendo. What? (laughs) And it's one of the best little jams. Best little jam. Is it is it a water level or an ice level song? Water level. Yeah. I didn't really play video games, so I have no idea. Oh. I also I'm like vaguely aware that they're like monkeys in that game. There's a yeah, there's bananas and monkeys mm-hmm. and all sorts of trees. I know very mm-hmm. limited um, games only from watching my brother play. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know any games. But <laughs> that was such a good story. Yeah, thanks. You guys no. want to go live in a hut? <clears throat> no, thank you. All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> you can do all the work yourself. What would you bring with you if you had to go, though? Three things. It's the question everyone asks. Three things. Slimy. Tim, my cat. <laughs> Toilet paper. Uh, phone charger. No phone. <laughs> phone charger, no phone. <laughs> I'll build uh, a phone from the trees. <laughs> from coconuts. Coconuts an island. Yeah. I would bring a jacket, a pants, and my Beats by Dre. (laughs) No Good answers. I would bring um I don't know. (laughs) A knife. Your hut insurance policy. Yeah. Hut owner's insurance. I'd bring a knife. (laughs) Another knife. Another (laughs) knife and then a third knife. Three knives. And an extra coconut. Yeah. What? (laughs) To compare the island coconuts I'm going to plug my Beats by Dre into the coconut. (laughs) What would that sound like? (laughs) Probably Bob Marley, I think. (laughs) No woman, no cry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Probably Bob Marley. That's a funny. That's a funny joke. <laughs> Copyright. No woman, no cry. Krista just on an, a fucking <laughs> deserted island with her Beats by Dre plugged into a coconut. No woman, no cry. <laughs> Lost her goddamn mind. It's hot. It's cold. <laughs> I don't. 
Oh, good episode, guys. Yeah, that was yep. fun. Anyways, plug your stuff. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Instagram.com. We are <laughs> at Brave Girls Podcast, uh, Twitter.com, at Brave Girls Pod. We're on Facebook. We are the Brave Girls Club Podcast. We're also on Patreon.com, uh, Brave Girls Club Podcast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Brave Girls Club Podcast. Leave us a review, if you will. Say hi. Uh, five stars, please. Only five. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what else? <laughs> you can uh, find uh, us on Google Play now. We're on Mixed SoundCloud, Cloud. Mixcloud. Also, would you buy a shirt? <laughs> yeah, we're thinking about making shirts. I would did, you get one? I did a Twitter poll. We got about uh, 16 yeses, two maybes, one no. At that point, like, why vote if you're going to say no? Like, stop. <laughs> Just a, nah. I know it was you, <laughs> you Luciano. Know what? I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> At least then they're one no was me. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I also wanted to give a shout out to April, who did our logo. <gasps> yes. Because... Just because I think it's just a really good logo and I want to support her and her art. So if you want art done, she does commissions. You can find her on Twitter at April Lizette. We'll post the link to that on our Twitter also. Okay. So you Yay. can All right. see her art and stuff. She's also beautiful. She's really beautiful. good. She is I very beautiful. I saw her beautiful. in person <laughs> the night before New Year's Eve and I was yeah. like, you're beautiful. <laughs> it's true. She has like the most perfect skin mm -hmm. I've ever seen mm -hmm. in my life. We love you. Yeah, thanks, yes. April. Uh, anything else? What else do we do? Do we ever say anything else at the end? I don't know. Mm -mm. It's been a while. Let's, read Let's that just fade out. Cat poster. Let's fade out on No Woman, No Cry. Okay, ready? One, two, three. No, no woman, no cry. No woman, no cry.